Welcome, everyone. In today's episode, I am talking to Jolene Swafford, and we are discussing everything from her backstory of how she started with her entrepreneurship journey, what was her goal back then, what was the struggles she had during those times, and how she overcame it through the practice of joy. She's called as the queen of joy, and we will be diving deep on topics like resistance and bringing joy. And she's also my business coach. So I absolutely love her and I know you are going to absolutely love her. So stay tuned. Have you ever wondered how to show up as your best version of yourself? No matter what life throws at you, you are not alone. I've spent the last six years on the comeback trail after getting fired as a burned out workaholic who missed her first candlelight wedding anniversary. When life gets tough, there's always a choice, give up or show up. So how do you forge an inspiring leadership without the overwhelm completely from scratch? Join me in my quest to bring you the stories, strategies and tips you need to inspire you to succeed. I am Priyanka Khandalkar and this is Show Up with Priyanka. Hi everyone, welcome to Show Up with Priyanka and this is your host Priyanka Khandalkar. I am so thrilled and excited to welcome Jolene Swafford. Jolene is a certified motivational coach with ICF and a certified NLP practitioner and lives in Huntington Beach, California. She was featured on Tony Robbins, Akahe's poster child, featured in LA Style and Thrive Global. This is her second time coming to our show after being part of the mini launch series. Welcome everyone. We have Jolene back here. You probably heard her the first time in the mini launch session. And during that time, she really highlighted about how to have intentional mornings and how to set your day. And you should go back there. She gives more nuggets. But today we are diving into her story, her backstory, how she started her entrepreneur journey, what kind of struggle she had and how she overcame it. And uh, I'm so thankful to have you, Jolene, here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So let's dive into our first question, Jolene. When did you first became an entrepreneur? Well, that's a funny question because there's a lot of different answers. <laughs> um, I think the very first time, so I used to play like a little businesswoman when I was a kid wow. and I would play, I would go to the grocery stores and I would pick up the little magazines that had houses in them. So I would bring them back home and play real estate or I would, my mom got me a typewriter and I would type up contracts. And so like, I was always like, into this stuff. And, um, but so, and then I went into Girl Scouts and so, you know, selling Girl Scout cookies, you know, they're selling them right now, you know, yes. you know, like, yeah, I was definitely an entrepreneur selling Girl Scout cookies. But, um, in, in my adulthood, I left corporate America in 2016 and I basically started a sales consulting and coaching business. And the way I figured that that was my way kind of out of corporate America and into um, having my own business was, um, I realized I was really good at it. I was really mm. good at sales and I wasn't just good. I was great. 
I was the top performer globally in my company year over year over year. And soon the company started interviewing me, wondering, what are you doing? How are you so successful? Wow. And um, yeah, my husband and I talked then and he said, you know, I think it's time that you go take that information and teach other people how to how to do it yourself. So that's when I started. Wow, I love that. And I, I remember going to your LinkedIn and looking at all the awards you got. That's amazing. And I'm I'm assuming those were all from your corporate world, right? Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of them. Awesome, awesome. So uh, Jolene, like after you started, what was your goal back then? Uh, you know, I think my goal was to have flexibility and freedom. Um, but more than anything, I just wanted to really be compensated mm-hmm. um, for the intellectual property that I was bringing to my company um, or the, I wanted to be compensated for the genius. I mean, I'll be honest that I was bringing into this company and I knew that in the corporate world, in the structure that we were in, I would be capped out, right? Salary wise. And um, so the option was to stay and just let the company cap me out or go leave and do something that was kind of scary but knowing that my my financial income or results would be unlimited. And right. so that's that's what really made me do it. Wow. I love that. I love that, Jolene. So was there any were there any biggest struggles you experienced which no one actually knows about? Ooh. Um well, I think the biggest struggle that I had, and I don't tell many people about this, is that um, I had my one of my first clients, um, and it was a real challenge because I didn't really agree with how the CEO, who was my client, treated their employees. And so what I didn't do a very good job at in the very beginning was really getting an idea of the company culture. And so even though I was being brought in as a coach and as a sales consultant and helping to grow the revenue of the company, I wasn't aligned to the culture and the behavior wow. and the leadership style of that company. And so in high, I ended up having to fire that client, which is never mm-hmm. ideal. And um, But I accept now responsibility for all of that because I should have done a lot more homework and understanding the culture of the company before I took them on as a client. Wow. So diving into that, Jolene, so because that's my interest of topic, <laughs> how mm-hmm. how would you have done it differently? So you said like um, you would have done homework before you even got that mm-hmm. customer. So what would have you you would have done differently? Yeah. So um, I was hired by the CEO, who was also the co-owner of the company, and um, I only met with him and the leadership team. And they wanted me to coach the um, existing vice president of sales. And I didn't go meet him. And I should have really demanded or requested a conversation or an interview with that guy Mm. to make sure that um, he was on board with me coming in to help him. So it was almost like they were bringing someone in and he wasn't quite sure. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I should have also known that that was part of it. Because they didn't even facilitate that type of introduction, I should have known that they were a management style that kind of was top down and, you know, didn't embrace the opinions of their employees. And so I guess in hindsight, I should have just 
Yeah, I should have just caught some of those red flags. Yeah. Mm. That's so cree. So yeah. when you had those biggest struggles, like you learn so many lessons out of it, like when you go to the next client, what, what is the things you will be looking for? So <laughs> how did you show up uh, when you went to find the new clients after that? Well, uh, in several ways. Um, one, I got clients that were through referrals of other people that I already knew, because then I kind mm. of knew that um, they understood my personality and my values and that, and I trusted the opinions of those people. And so I went kind of on a referral base, but what's interesting is after that, um, so I did business corporate, corporate coaching for sales coaching for a while, but after that, I decided to transition to helping the entrepreneur. And, mm. uh, I felt really aligned to, to that because one of the things, um, about leaving corporate America and then going to coach people in corporate America, you're still in corporate America. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so even though you might there. be, on, <laughs> you know, so even though you might be on your own, I think it's really important to say to um, go back and say, okay, why am I leaving this arrangement, you mm. know, corporate? Because um, and then who do I want my ideal clients to be like? And I wanted to work with people who were risk takers, who were adventurous, who um, didn't want to do things the same way as everybody else. And so I had to mm -hmm. switch my client from being the corporate CEO to the entrepreneur. So, mm. yeah, that was a big, um, a big shift that I made there. So after you had that big shift, Jolene, uh, what was the so what are the new biggest goal you set for yourself after you had that biggest shift? Oh, wow. Well, I think um, the biggest goal for me was in all of that journey, I realized that if you guys haven't caught so far, like in the very beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, none of that had to do with joy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was all about me mm -hmm. and, <laughs> and creating a lifestyle for me. And I think the biggest transition of where I am now is now I'm focused and I wake up every day on helping you and other people in the world create a better lifestyle. And so there's a very different way of looking at what you do that way. And, mm, and now yeah. I realize that the basis for why companies want to make more money or why individuals want to make more money or entrepreneurs is because there's something else that they want. Mm -hmm. And what they really, really, really want and half the world doesn't even know it yet is joy. And um, so I've had to really shift... <laughs> and do a lot of um, my own internal self work and then transform that and translate it to other people so they can experience the same. I love that, I love that. So Jolene, like, can you say that you have reached your goal? Oh no, I'm not even close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even close um, because honestly, like I don't even, I might set goals for me, for myself and my business mm -hmm. and the impact, so my goal is to, is to be a billionaire. And what I mean by that is that is I want to impact a billion lives. I love so that. Whether that means I impact 10 influencers that each have 100 million followers and I get them to, to shift their message and to shift the way they live and to shift the way they impact people, then that's 10 billion. I don't have to do it all by myself. Right. But you know, yeah. in my world, in my world, God might say it's three billion. So I don't know. Mm. Like, I yeah. think, that, yeah, I, love I, that. I think we all limit ourselves by saying this is our goal because that's just the ego saying this is what makes my life worthy. 
you know, mm-hmm. but, but the truth is, I think that we don't really know. We, yeah, I th- that's why I tell my clients, take your goal and multiply it by 10, because you're not even able to dream as big as God can dream or the universe can dream for you. So I love that. I love that, Jolene. And I love that message where, uh, the things are contagious, right? When you impact someone, they go and impact others. So I think what you ah. just said, like the 1 billion, like I was like, wow, that's like a, that's amazing. I love that goal. I love that goal, Jolene. <laughs> so how do you, so there are so many resistance which comes up, right? You want to uh, affect like fifth, 1 billion people. Now that's a really big goal, but then <laughs> you probably are having like resistance all the time to make that massive move. So how do you, how do you work around that? Oh, girl, like, you know, the challenge is that the, the, it, it kind of is weird. Like the more impact you're able to make and the brighter you shine your light and the louder you get, the more resistance you get. Mm. It's like, ah, it's like, you just wonder if it's <laughs> ever going to stop, but it never stops. And sometimes the resistance comes in the form of my own negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. That says something like, hey, who do you think you are? You're not that big of a deal. You're not that, you know, you're not going to impact all those people. You're not as good as Ed Milet or Rachel Hollis or like there would be this imposter that decides to just to lie. So, yes. you know, so the brain and ego is a liar. Um, so that's one way resistance comes. And I mean, even just as of yesterday, I mean, I was about to go live in this beautiful Facebook community that I created. And like 45 minutes before that, a resistance came towards, came at me through the form of another person being a distraction to me and trying to take me down. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I had, I just had to charge through it. Right. So the number one cure, I think for the resistance is to take action to never get into where you're defending yourself, you know, just take action towards something good. Mm. And so as long as you're doing something good, um, and usually for me, the way I get out of resistance is I go live on video, I record a video, I put it out there in social media because mm-hmm. it just like tells that darkness, like you're not taking me down. I love you know? that. Wow. <laughs> so, I need to do more lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, because I think it's just to get louder and louder and louder. Um, and so, yeah, it's, um, you know, so, sometimes it's just a challenge or, you know, if it's sometimes it comes to me in waves of like not having energy or not mm. feeling well or getting a headache, right? I mean, and I'm like, what did I do wrong? Well, I need to drink more water and go ride my bike or take a <laughs> cold shower. You know, I got to change my physiology. So mm. on a daily basis, I go through what I call spiritual warfare all the time. And I just have become more and more aware of when it's there, when the resistance is there. And when you can see it, you're almost like, hey, that means I'm onto something. I love that. I love yeah. that, what you said, Jolene. And I, I think I love the the topic about like changing your state. So important. Yeah. And you can do that with so many ways, which you just said, like, just go take your bike, go for a ride, be in the nature. Like there's so many different ways we can like change our uh, state. I love that. Thank you, Jolene. So if I have to ask you, what was the transformation that happened that you did not realize would happen this whole journey of entrepreneurship? Oh, I think the journey of entrepreneurship gave me the time, freedom, 
Mm-hmm. that I needed, um, meaning I was able to control my own schedule, the time freedom that I needed to heal my, my past self, my younger self, my little girl. Yeah. And um, it gave me the time and the financial, the money to be able to invest in some of the best teachers in the world. I traveled the world with Tony Robbins for a year. Um, I, you know, I've been to I have some of the best mentors like Tim Story. I've been able to meet Ed Milet. Um, I studied with Brendan Burchard on how to grow my business. I mean, I, I've met Mel Robbins. Like I've been, I'm about to meet Oprah Winfrey. And Ooh, so I'm so I excited think, for the day, Jolene. I'm so yeah. excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I think that it gave me the time and the freedom and the heart space because I was in a place where I could invest more time and energy into back into loving myself and taking yeah. care of myself. Whereas in the, when I was in the corporate world, I was very much an achiever. Mm-hmm. And so that world fueled me to just be so competitive. And I was a winner and all I wanted to do was win and achieve and be number one. And it was like, I forgot about who I was down inside. Mm. So that was the biggest shift for me. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. That was so perfect and beautiful. So diving into the final question, Jolene, what is the culture you would like to spread within your team and community? And what are the simplest ways someone can apply those? Yeah, definitely a culture of joy. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Well, because, you know, joy is an elevated state of emotion and joy is also a mindset. So when you make decisions out of feeling joyful and you can't feel scarcity and you can, there's no fear and it's all gratitude. And so um, the culture that I want to not only have in my own company, but in, have in my groups and in my community, but I also want, I also kind of want to go back to corporate America and teach some of the top CEOs in the world, the same thing that if wow. you're, you know, cause we you know, it's, it's kind of sad because we do spend a majority of our lives at work. It's Mm -hmm. not sad. It's only sad because we don't feel joy during that 40 or 80 hours a week. And so I want owners of companies, I don't care what size, but to create culture, a culture of joy. So Mm -hmm. that, and and to be responsible for that, Mm. to own it as if their employees were their children and say, I'm going to make sure you come to a place that's full of joy. That's bright. That's love. That is kindness. I love that. And, and I want, Oh, I want, you know, my dream is to have the top, you know, CEOs of fortune 50 companies to be thinking about that. Like, I love that. So powerful. That's the legacy that I think if I can teach other CEOs to have that kind of ownership Mm -hmm. of their employees and, um, not just, it's like the fiduciary duty, right? But instead, like a custodial duty. I love um, that. I love employees. that. Yeah. So Jolene, if someone has to show up joy every day yeah. in their life, what are, the, what are the smallest, simplest thing they can do? Yeah. So, so what I always say is that um, joy is like the fragrance of the flower of love. Mm. So if we can go back to a place of love, so really easy way. Here's an example. You go to McDonald's to get your coffee and the employee's kind of not very nice. And mm. instead of going, wondering why they weren't nice, instead of just being rude back <laughs> or complaining about it, joy comes from saying, you know what? I'm, 
I'm going to look at this person with love and just send them love. And, and that comes right back to you and gives you joy. So that's a really easy way. Another way is just what I call random acts of kindness. I love um, that. You know, where you just maybe give somebody 50 cents or a dollar or pay some somebody's coffee like at Starbucks or whatever it may be. Um, and then, you know, gratitude is certainly um, another easy, easy way. Just one thought of gratitude or what I like to say is go on a gratitude rant. If you're feeling not very joyful, just go on a rant and just be like, (laughs) I'm grateful for Priyanka and I'm grateful for my computer and my ice tea (laughs) and the sun. And, and, um, and then I guess lastly, dance. Mm. I think if you know how sometimes you get a little song in your head, you just don't dance. Yes, well, just dance. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then it, it will invite people in because it's contagious. Joy mm. is contagious. I love so, that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Those were golden nuggets there, Jolene. Wow. And it's something we can really apply it right now. It's not like something you have to like think about. Oh, I, have, I will do that tomorrow. It's something you can do it right now. And I just loved it that you made it so simplified. It mm-hmm. can't be that complex. Sometimes we try to make things so complex, but beautiful, beautiful things are simple to do and easy mm-hmm. to execute. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. the thing about joy, right? Is yeah. It's already within us. It's mm-hmm. just whether we decide to to use it that day but sometimes what happens is life gets in the way of our joy but we decide that you know we get to decide so i, I think that. joy is like a huge advantage for people mm. huge advantage because it attracts everything to them like you don't I even have that. to do anything <laughs> yeah thank you so much jolene that was an amazing amazing episode today like we had so many nuggets and i'm going to put that in show notes and also, I'm going to link them to your website. Mm-hmm. But is there any new projects you're working on that the viewers should know and like should follow you along? Yeah, well, sure. I mean, I have Project Joy, which um, is a full-blown, like not just media message, but um, package, if you will, that I'll be sharing with the world. So Project Joy is my biggest project. Um, right now. And, um, you know, I have my coaching programs and I've got masterminds where I help business owners and entrepreneurs, or even people thinking about starting a business, get out of corporate America and start their own, use something that they already have, like their own knowledge or their own skills to create a business. And I love doing that because it, it brings, it brings me joy. It brings my clients joy. So I love that. Yeah. And I've seen the, like, I have seen your magic <laughs> because I have been part of your coaching. I'm still, I'm, I'm currently part of your coaching and I just see that joy in everything you do. And you help me to make decision from my heart, not from my mind. Being mm, an engineer, yeah. I can get very analytical and logical. So thank you for being in my life, Jolene. And thank you for sharing all the wonderful nuggets today, all the beautiful wisdom, sharing all about joy, sharing your own story about your whole life story. I did not know so many parts of your story, but it's just amazing your transformation from being a girl who like yeah. cut from magazine, like pictures and playing real estate to yeah. now being a motivational speaker, traveling with Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. about to meet Oprah Winfrey. I can't yeah. wait for that day. I'm so, so, so honored to have you here. And like, just uh, thank you for sharing your journey. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. 
So Jolene, I have a question for you, which is how your coaching is different than anything else out there. If someone wants to know more about your coaching, but I am so curious about how it is so different than anything out there. That's a great question. Um, yes, because there are a lot of coaches out there, especially right now. And the biggest thing that differentiates me is not just my experience and my, I've got 20 five years of corporate America, executive experience, and um, lots of formal education, which is also very different from other coaches in the, in the coaching space. Um, but really the biggest thing is that I incorporate joy into all of my work because I really believe that joy is the elevated level of, of energy and, and a, the energetic vibration, right? The peace of knowing that everything is going to be okay as we create and as we transform and as we shift people. And so um, the idea is like, what does it matter what you resolve or fix in mm -hmm. your life if you're not feeling joy? And so Truly. that is, you know, I'm the expert on joy, as you know. And so <laughs> the idea is to incorporate that and then um, and share my energetic vibration with my clients as well. I love that. And it's so important, Jolene, like uh, I remember when I was like, when I work with you, you always say like, have grace, like sometimes mm -hmm. the same thing will, if you have never done that before, it will take like three years more or three times more time. Right. So have mm -hmm. that grace. That was such an important element because we as a human wants to like do quick things. Like I want this result right away, but then you have to go through that process of <laughs> learning the whole like the whole entrepreneur coaster, right? Exactly. And you know, the truth is you do need to give yourself grace and you need to give yes. the journey mm -hmm. grace because what I teach is that it's not just joy is a journey, mm -hmm. right? And so it's about where you're going and the person you're becoming in the process. And so just like you wouldn't rush a butterfly through the cocoon process, right? You totally. have to wait for nature and for you know, for God to be done with you. And so sometimes it's just the process of the journey and giving yourself grace during that. I love that, Jolene. So Jolene, I have a question on uh, what are you currently working on? Is there a new project coming up if someone is interested to work with you? Yes, absolutely. So the biggest thing in demand right now, as you can imagine, with coronavirus and people working from home and some very many, now we're up to probably 7 million people filing unemployment now, um, and that is helping other people create alternative forms of income. And so right now, I, my biggest thing, and my, I'm spending the most time in helping people in a group coaching setting because it's mm -hmm. all the same. The process is all the same. Um, to take their existing knowledge, expertise, and experience and creating a profitable online business. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's like one of the biggest gifts that I have in my life right now is that I don't, I'm not waiting for my employer to lay me off. Like I am my own boss and I want to give that gift to other people. And why not make take this opportunity while everybody's working from home to, wow. you know, to take maybe that commute time that you were using or, you know, a lot of that wasted time that you were spending on at the, you know, coffee machine chatting with your coworkers, like you don't have mm -hmm. that now. So now people have more time to do the things that they never had the time to do. And so I have a, a mastermind. It's called the joy of business. I as love you can that. imagine. I love the name. Wow. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it's all about 
um, bringing this collective vibration of joy to our projects Mm -hmm. so that we can attract clients and attract money and attract business to to our new online businesses. So that's the place to go for the systematic step-by-step-by-step process on how to start your online business. I love that. And Jolene, like if someone has never heard about online business, like they only see like their friends or people doing it, but if they're like very new, like can Mm -hmm. you explain in like simple terms, what are the steps you will be taking them? Yes, absolutely. Good question. (laughs) That's a very good question. So um, I have some people in my, some students that they don't even know what they want to do. They're like, they know that they are tired of making $3,600 after taxes per month, um, working 50 hours a week for somebody else. They do know that. And then they know kind of deep inside that there's some inherent drive. There's some Mm -hmm. gift inside of them. There's usually some life experience or life lessons that they're just craving to teach other people. So that's the very beginning. I just work with the individual to pull that superpower, to pull that Mm -hmm. magic out of them. And then after that, it's just the mechanics of, okay, do we want to do a coaching program? Do you want to create an online course? Which by the way, the self-education industry is booming right now. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so it's just taking them through that step, identifying who do they want to help and who do they want to serve and what would people be willing to pay for that? Right. And then just taking them on that journey. Um, ideally most of my students will be able to make their first 10 grand, um, per month by the time they're done with my program. I love that. Wow. Yeah. And that's what is needed right now because it's like, everyone is struggling to meet the ends meet and then they're mm. going for this uh, like relying on government to pay them if the work has stopped and uh, it's just a crazy times right now and I just love the opportunity you're giving everyone like with this like mm-hmm. what you already know what you already have acquired from your experience you can yeah. convert it into like joy for someone else right and bring joy yes. to others with your own knowledge I love that Jolene Yes. I love that. Thank you for sharing yeah. that, Jolene. And I will be putting that in the show notes also, the information about the mastermind so that people okay. can go in and directly go to the link. Uh, Great. Is there anything else you want to talk about a little bit? Or I think um, you covered everything, right? Well, I would just say that the mastermind, the next round starts um, May 5th. And so oh, wow. be sure Coming if you're soon. interested. Yeah. I mean, it's a kind of a limited opportunity. Um, you know, make sure that you get in on the next round. We just started uh, one cohort last Monday. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm trying to run these as, as often as there is demand, but the next one is May 5th. Um, and then I think we were going to touch a little bit on the whole coronavirus. Oh, yes, and- <laughs> totally. <laughs> Julie, before that, I have a question. So once people apply through your website, do yes. they directly get into the mastermind or do, do they have to talk to you or have a like a, like what is the application process? Like? Yeah, actually, um, so there's an application. Yes, there's an application process. And we ask about 10 questions just to make sure you're the right fit. Mm-hmm. And then you go and you actually do a strategy call. And um, with either myself, usually a member of my team, and they will just kind of brainstorm with you to make sure that this is the best investment, 
that you're ready, that you're committed to get the work done because it is an intensive program. So we want to make sure that whoever comes on board is super committed and is a hard worker like you. <laughs> and, um, and that, but that will execute because we're only as successful as the person's own motivation and drive is right to get things yes. done. Love so, that. um, and then, um, you know, you'll know immediately if you're in the mastermind or not, but either way, okay. you'll get tons of value from just the strategy call. I love that, Jolene. So Jolene, like, yes, let's go to the COVID. Like everyone is talking about it, like how we can psychologically, physically stay strong during this time and come out strong when all this end, but how you and your family, like, how are you taking care of yourself during this time and your family? That's a great question. I mean, aside from just taking the right supplements and vitamins and things like that, um, one thing I did learn, though, from the supplemental standpoint is selenium is very good because it actually creates a barrier between the virus and the cells. And so you can eat just one Brazil nut a week. Oh, wow. And um, or you can take a supplement, but I like taking in my my nutrients through food because it absorbs better. Yes. Um, but aside from that, you know, I'm the joy the queen of joy, right? And, and so I see so naturally joy. for you to stay in that high state or you know how to go to that high state. I know both, right? Yes. Because I know that, um, I know that it's a necessity for me because joy is not just an emotion. Joy is a mindset. Joy is like an immune immunity booster right now. And so the opposite of fear right? Fear mm -hmm. is uncertainty, not knowing what's going on, worrying and having anxiety about something that you don't know is going to happen. Joy is the exact opposite. It's actually right. having peace, knowing that everything's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And so to answer your question, the key thing is, is I'm just this constant little mommy of joy, <laughs> just making sure that I'm, I'm just watching my kids to make sure that they're not getting too caught up in the news. And then that they're not in this state of fear because mm -hmm. that alone will make someone sick. It yeah, literally absolutely. fear. And I'll literally say, don't be fearful. Every time you feel fear, it's killing cells in your body. It is making you sick. You, mm -hmm. We don't even need coronavirus to make us sick. No. Fear. <laughs> Our fear. emotions can do that. <laughs> yeah. Fear is the worst emotional virus mm -hmm. on the planet. And so the idea is, yes, I mean, is constantly, um, you know, just being aware. And if we aren't feeling joy, you know, having those conversations of, and asking our, our brain, our dinosaur brain, right. That's basically <laughs> trying to keep us safe and protect us, asking it quality questions. Like, is that. that really true? Do yeah. you really have something to be afraid of? Mm. Um, and then also I'm really big into understanding the facts. Mm -hmm. And the media is doing a terrible job at reporting now, they're just like putting this scarcity and fear kind of mindset in everyone. And uh, yeah, that's the media right now. They're not helping us. <laughs> exactly. And so um, anytime someone throws a fact in my face of what they think is a fact, because the news said it, I'll go mm -hmm. research it or I'll go find the real facts. And, mm -hmm. um, and so it's really important to make sure that you're, you're, vetting all of the facts right now too. okay I love that mm -hmm. I love that I thank you so much Jolene like so important to bring the element of joy even during this time and you are totally. the queen of joy so thank <laughs> you for sharing that 
I had such an awesome time today, Jolene. Thank you so much for being at my show today. Thank you for having me. It's the best. I love your show. So good. (laughs) Thank you, Jolene. (laughs) Today, we only had this much time with Jolene. If you want to learn more from Jolene, please do check out her website and connect with her on social media. I will be putting the links to both of them in the show notes. And please, please show up to create a life and business that will bring joy to you. Talk to you all soon. Take care. Stay tuned. I honor you for your energy and time to show up till the end and listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a minute to rate and review my show and share it with others who needs it the most. This would mean world to me. Remember your positive intentions, your presence and your positive energy is contagious to attract the positive result. Talk to you soon. Stay tuned until the next episode.